Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 the john steigerwald show sponsored by service master of greater pittsburgh demand the yellow van portions of today's program may be pre-recorded now he wants to be a senator adam schiff for brains isn't annoying enough as a congressman. Now he wants a promotion. Now, I don't know if he'll get that, but I do know what he's about to get. And now it's time for the Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. Yeah, before Adam announced that he'll be going after the seat that's about to be vacated by Diane Feinstein, uh, Mr. Gurley Man had some whining to do. Hello, I'm Congressman Adam Schiff with some troubling news. Today, Kevin McCarthy removed me from the House Intelligence Committee, all for doing my job, for holding Trump accountable and standing up to the extreme MAGA Republicans. We knew it would be bad when the Republicans took over, but it's far worse than we expected. But I can promise you this. This is not the end of my fight for our democracy. This is just the beginning. Please join us and contribute today. Thank you. Uh, How about no? No, thanks. Uh, Yeah, it's great to know that uh, he'll be out there fighting for me. He's a tough guy, boy. He's going to be out there fighting for me every day. But here's the problem. Um, Adam did his whining about being kicked off the House Intelligence Committee on TikTok. That's a platform owned and operated by the Chinese communists. Several states have already said it's no longer allowed on any government device. There's, There's a movement out there to have it banned completely in the country because, you know, it's used by the Chinese to steal data. It's a threat to national security, something, you know, somebody on the Intelligence Committee might be concerned about and something you'd think that a guy on the Intelligence Committee would be aware of. But this is Adam's lucky day. He may never become a United States senator, but he'll always be able to say he was an AM 1250 to answer jerk. Of the week. And when we come back, we'll talk to an expert on communist China about how much of a problem TikTok is and why nobody in America, especially a United States congressman, should be putting anything on it. And we'll talk about how the Chinese are still infiltrating our schools and colleges. And then in our second half hour, something really ugly could be showing up near you real soon. Stick around. do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s. Why should saving for retirement be any different? I mean, they go back to college, learn new instruments, start skateboarding. Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. With aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a three-minute chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach from AARP. You'll get personalized recommendations based on your input that are easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Snarly move, Dad. Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceyourretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. The word is out. People are abandoning their overpriced wireless carriers and flocking to Pure Talk for the same 5G coverage, but at a fraction of the price. In fact, the average family saves over $800 a year when switching from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. And switching is so easy. You can keep Keep your phone, keep your number, or get huge discounts on the latest iPhones and Androids. Right now, you can get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. Or if you still want unlimited data, you can get that and still 
save a fortune. So make the switch and get the same coverage as the big guys, but at half the price. Go to puretalk.com, type in your address to find the coverage at your home, then enter promo code half off, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code half off. Switch to Pure Talk and get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month because Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Hey, I'm Andy. I started Harry's because I was frustrated with buying razors at the drugstore. And when I say frustrated, I mean like so upset I called my friend Jeff. Hello, this is Jeff. Jeff, I'm at the store, and I don't get why these razors... Cost so much? Yeah, and do they need to look like robots? Ah, dude, I know, and it's so frustrating how expensive they are. Getting ripped off sucks. We gotta do something about this. Why don't we make our own high-quality razors at much better prices? Actually, I heard about this German razor factory that makes some really high-quality blades. Really? Okay, maybe that's not exactly how it went. But we did buy that German factory, where we're turning high-quality steel into super-sharp blades for a smooth shave at a great price. Seriously, as low as $2 per cartridge. Over the past 10 years, 20 million people have tried Harry's. Join them and get your starter set now. That's a five-blade razor, weighted handle, and shave gel, all for just 3 bucks with free shipping. Backed by our quality guarantee. If you don't like it, it's on us. Just go to harrys.com now and enter code MODERN at checkout. That's harrys.com, code MODERN. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. In the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-746-3737. 800-746-3737-800-746-3737. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Oh, Adam Schiff uh, should be happy when he finds out that he won our very prestigious Jerk of the Week Award a few minutes ago. And the... Chinese Communist Party will probably be happy to find out that he won it by sending his message about being kicked off the Intelligence Committee on TikTok the other day. Gordon Chang is the author of The Coming Collapse of China and one of the country's top experts in the country on communist China. You can find him on Twitter at Gordon G. Chang, and he joins us now. Thanks for coming back on the show, Gordon. Always good to have you. Well, thank you so much, John. I appreciate it. So what does Schiff using TikTok to send that message say about him and, and, and how much the people in our government are aware, just uh, uh, are, are aware at all of how much China is using TikTok against us? Well, as chairman of the House Intelligence Committee in the previous Congress, he had to know that China was using TikTok against the U.S. in two primary ways. One of them was to surreptitiously and illegally stata, uh, steal the data of about 86 million Americans, but also um, using the algorithm on TikTok, the algorithm which, which tells you what you want to see and what you don't want to see. Um, China's been using that to disseminate its propaganda on various things like critical race theory, um, on fomenting violence in the U.S., um, it used it last year to uh, amplify Russian disinformation on the Ukraine war. So um, Schiff using TikTok, I think, um, clearly sent a signal that he thought it was safe when we know that it's clearly not. And he knew, he knew it was clearly not. It really seems kind of dumb to be saying that you're upset about being kicked off the Intelligence Committee and doing it on something that is uh, a problem for anybody who knows anything about intelligence. Yeah, this is a Communist Party tool. Uh, it's as simple as that. Schiff knows it. Schiff used it. Used it. Um, I guess the only thing you could say was that he's in favor of the Communist Party infiltrating the United States because he knows that Beijing used TikTok, for instance, to foment violence on American streets in 2020. That's more than just subversion, John. That's an act of war. Why TikTok was allowed to continue while he was in the House and the Intelligence Committee, God knows. 
So could you kind of explain how specifically, as much as you can, TikTok would have a uh, have a hand in the in the violence that you're talking about in 2020? Yeah. Um, Radio Free Asia reports that in 2020, an intelligence unit of the People's Liberation Army based themselves in the now-closed Houston consulate. And there they were using uh, artificial intelligence and big data to identify Americans likely to participate in violent protests. And then they sent them TikTok videos on how to riot. So um, clearly Beijing knew what was going on with TikTok. Um, And this was an act of war. Now, um, you know, the United States should have banned TikTok right then and there. President Trump tried to do it, but far too late in his presidency, which meant that when Biden um, took the oath of office, one of the first things that the new president did was to reverse President Trump's ban on TikTok. Again, this doesn't make any sense, uh, uh, Gordon. I mean, the president of the United States uh, is aware of what's going on. It, it, are there two choices here? He's either too stupid to be aware or he's aware and doesn't care and is actually kind of encouraging and okay with it. What's going on there? Yeah, um, Trump tried to force a sale of TikTok to an American party, Oracle, and the negotiations dragged on. And the deal cratered not over price, which is what deals normally falter over, but control of the algorithm. Beijing insisted on controlling that algorithm, which shows you how important it is to China's um, foreign policy objectives. So um, Trump then just banned it. But he did it far too late in his presidency. And as I mentioned, uh, it was very easy for Biden to come in and actually just say, look, uh, he went to... um, um, This was being litigated in the federal courts, and the Biden administration dropped the case, reversing the ban. And so... You know, most people, if they think of TikTok, if, you, if you're not having this discussion about it and the fact that it's connected with the communist uh, China, um, it just seems kind of harmless. A lot of stupid things on there, um, and they show up on Twitter. But it's a lot more nefarious than that. And, and how long has this been part of China's plan? And how did they I, sneak it in there, I guess is what, I, what I'm wondering. Okay, well, on the first question, it's been there since 2016 when mm-hmm. uh, ByteDance, um, a nominally private company in China, um, developed TikTok and uh, released the app. Um, you know, in terms of how it does it, um, you know, all the, all the social media platforms have apps that figure out what you want to see and what you don't want to see. Um, it's just that China's app is so much better than everybody else's, which means that TikTok is addictive. Um, and so, therefore, um, it is very persuasive, and that's why Beijing wants it. Um, it wants the data, of course, but it wants to amplify its propaganda narratives, which are of critical importance to the Communist Party. It was somehow able to knock Snapchat and Instagram out uh, and, and take, take over for those two from young people. So right. They, and they were targeted, right? Right. Um, and and uh, we know that uh, TikTok has a much better app. Um, its artificial intelligence is much better than um, its competitors, which is the reason why it is so popular. Um, as mentioned, something like 86 million American users. And, and to put that into context, there are about 333, 335 million Americans. So we're talking about a very substantial portion of the American population has this app on their phone, which means that Beijing knows where 86 million Americans are at any one moment, knows what they like, um, and is able to surveil them. And how many of those people do you think are aware that it's even connected to communist China? You know, I, I don't know. Yeah, um, but I, I don't you know, think but, many. Yeah, um, but this is not uh, the question for oblivious Americans. There's one American who knows what's going on, and his address is 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue Northwest. Mm-hmm. Um, and President Biden needs to do something about it. He is purposefully not defending the United States in a known danger. It's amazing. There are people in various levels of government who have stopped the use of TikTok on government devices, some states. But is that enough? And, and is it at least a sign that maybe a sign that maybe some people are starting to catch on a little bit? Well, some people are catching on a little bit, but we're talking about bans here and there. Um, What we need is a complete ban, or we need a sale of TikTok uh, in the United States to an American party um, that controls the algorithm. 
Those are the only two acceptable options. And how much would we trust whoever bought it that that they'd be able to keep the Chinese out of it? Um, that's the reason why um, you can't have China owning any part of TikTok, um, and you can't have China controlling the algorithm, which is the reason why I said you have to have a sale of all of TikTok, um, and that American party needs to have control of the algorithm. If you don't have that, then it's not acceptable. So what, in the, in the end... If this goes on, if TikTok stays around for a while and the, no, nobody in government is able or, or willing to just ban it, what will the continued use of it do for China? I mean, more, years and years of this, what, what will be the end product that they end up with? Well, you know, every president of the United States was once an 18-year-old, mm-hmm. um, and um, they will know, um, whoever is president, what they had on their phones. Um, wow. And they could use that for intimidation or blackmail purposes, um, or they could just know a lot about that person by what was on the phone. So this is why Beijing wants to do this. This is not rocket science. Everybody knows this, um, or at least everybody uh, in the national security establishment in the United States. Christopher Ray, the FBI director, talked about the TikTok algorithm about three weeks ago. Um, this is a case of the United States with a known danger not protecting ourselves. That is what we've been very good at. Um, and we believe that, you know, as Americans, we're entitled to be oblivious about what our enemies are saying and doing. And every once in a while, um, we have these dates in history where our enemies kill a lot of Americans. December 7th, 1941, mm-hmm. and of course, September 11th, 2001. This is when we Americans then wake up and say, oh, my God, how did this happen? Well, this happened because we have a lot of American presidents and speakers of the House and Congress people and cabinet secretaries and FBI directors who know very well what's going on, but don't do anything about it. Can you tell I'm angry? Uh, yes. Pretty scary, too. We're talking to Gordon G. Chang. He's uh, the author of The Coming Collapse of China and one of the foremost experts on China in the United States, and you can find him at Gordon G. Chang on Twitter. Uh, Gordon, the Republicans in the House formed a committee a couple of weeks ago uh, called the Select Committee on the Chinese Communist Party. What should it make its number one priority, and and how much faith do you have, or how how optimistic are you that it's going to get something done or do any good? Well, I think they will move in the right direction. The question is, how far will they go and how fast they will move? In terms of what their number one priority, there's so many of them. Um, And TikTok, of course, bubbles up close to the top. I'd like to see the uh, committee uh, ban um, the ownership of American farm and ranch land by Chinese parties uh, for various reasons. That's a complicated topic, but we need to get them out of our food supply chain because they are, from what we can tell, engaged in some malicious activities. We need to get the Chinese police stations out of uh, the United States. Um, the fact that they violate our sovereignty you know, just speaks volumes about the inability of the American political system to meet a known danger. You know, the list goes on and on. Um, you know, so I can't really say what the number one yeah, thing is, yeah. but there's so many number ones. There are lots. What, explain the police station. Yeah. In Chinatown, in New York City, um, there is an association which provides police functions um, for China. And um, there are other ones, according to the FBI, as well. Um, And then from there, what they do is the the Chinese government says, well, we're not operating for police purposes. Um, But if you look in Chinese websites before they were scrubbed, they were bragging about... uh, exercising police functions from these outposts. The question for the American people is not so much why would the, why are the Chinese uh, you know, violating our sovereignty. We know that they'll do violate anybody's sovereignty. But the point is, China felt so bold that it could open up a formal police station because for decades, um, Chinese diplomats and Ministry of State Security agents were regularly exercising police functions on the American soil, and American presidents did not stop them. So I think the Chinese felt that because we were so weak as a nation, um, that they felt that they could actually open up a formal presence. 
What are my chances of going to China and buying some farmland? Uh, absolutely impossible. Nobody, e- even if you're a Chinese national, but is, is certainly as a foreigner, nobody can own land in the People's Republic of China. And what would be my ch- my chances of opening up a little police station in Beijing? Not very good. So, I mean, obviously those are ridiculous questions. I know the answer to, but how is this possible that that, it's, that, it's, that this happened? How did this happen? It happened because we had um, for decades a belief among um, foreign policy uh, specialists and leaders and State Department secretaries of state that um, the United States tried to integrate China into the international system. And so, therefore, we ignored a lot of bad, dangerous conduct. And so the Chinese felt that they could just get away with this. Our belief was that as China matured, it would become benign. But as it got stronger, it didn't become um, benign. It became more hostile, belligerent, and dangerous. And now China has bought up, um, uh, has constituencies in the United States that argue its case, Wall Street, Walmart, um, and others. And so really right now you have China being more influential than the American people in their own country. Pretty sick. Um, I was surprised to see a story about how many colleges and K-12 through school systems still have Confucius classrooms. What's China up to there, and should they be eliminated? I thought they were, but I guess they're still out there. Yeah, there's two things. There's the Confucius Institutes on college and university campuses, and now there's about seven of them. In June, there'll be six. There used to be about 118, um, but uh, colleges, for various reasons, have decided they can't maintain them anymore. These are run by the uh, Communist Party's United Front Work Department through essentially the Ministry of Education to try to influence Americans to support Communist Party narratives. And in addition, you mentioned the Confucius classrooms, and thank you, because nobody does. Um, but uh, those are even more pernicious because there are about 500 of them on uh, in secondary schools. So this is, again, uh, China being able to influence, um, in this case, uh, institutions of higher learning and secondary schools through just a little bit of money and uh, the ability to get them to do what Beijing wants. And how many? Uh, uh, how, how much of this is made possible by a fear of be call, being called a racist for well, not wanting of, that stuff to be going on in your school? There's a lot of that because that is a Communist Party narrative, that any criticism of the Communist Party creates anti-China hate in the United States, and the, therefore no one should criticize what the Communist Party is doing. And you mentioned the select committee in the House. Mm-hmm. Select committee had broad um, consensus, but there were 65 people in the House who voted against the the establishment of the committee. And one of them, Ayanna Presley, um, actually raised the argument you said. She said, we should not have a select committee on China because this would cause anti-Asian hate. Mm. Well, the only reason that you wouldn't have a select committee is because of the ethnicity or the um, the race of the attackers. So what she was doing was actually propagating a racist notion. She's the racist, not us. Scary. Uh, finishing up here with Gordon Chang. Got about a minute left. Uh, Adam Schiff's buddy, Eric Swalwell, was also kicked off the Intelligence Committee. He was fooling around with a Chinese spy. What do you think China got out of that? And what would happen to uh, a, a Chinese a uh, person in a similar position of power who was found to have been consorting with um, a, an American spy. Well, the China executed about 30 CIA agents in China a couple of years ago, so certainly that would be one That's of the That's the answer to that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, you know, Swalwell's problem is not that he was contacted by a Ministry of State security agent. If, if that were the case, there'd be nobody in Congress, nobody in Washington, nobody in New York. But the point is, Swalwell's sin is not talking about this with the American public. He should have said, yes, I found out that she's a Ministry of State security agent. I stopped the contact after I found out. If he were willing to talk about it, then I would understand and I would, wouldn't worry so much about it. But his inability to talk about this publicly means he's got something to hide, which means he shouldn't be sitting in Congress. For, you know, forget the House Intelligence Committee. He should not be sitting in Congress. 
Hey, Gordon, I'm out of time. I always appreciate you coming on. It's always scary stuff, important stuff, and uh, keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank you so much, John. I really appreciate it. Okay, that's Gordon G. Chang. You can see him, uh, find him on Twitter at Gordon G. Chang. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Authorities are about to release police video depicting officers beating a black man who later died. Terry Nichols' death after a traffic stop prompted murder charges Thursday against the officers. Memphis Police Chief C.J. Davis on ABC's Good Morning America says she's very confused by what happened. And the level of ag- aggression and response to what what had occurred in this traffic stop and is still very unclear, you know, as to uh, the the real reason for the stop in the first place. Nichols family said they expect protests but urge people to demonstrate peacefully. And a spokesman for Ukraine's Air Force says Russia has used its latest hypersonic Kinzhal missiles to strike Ukrainian energy facilities in both Kiev and Zaporizhia regions. This is SRN News. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. When you listen to this station, you get the idea of why we exist and what we can do to make this a better place. We all know that America is not what it should be. The hosts on this channel are not willing to accept it the way it is. These hosts want to build America back and make this country the leader on the world stage. It can be done. Stick with us to find out how. AM 1250, The Answer. My son Finn was born with congenital heart disease. He ended up spending about the first eight months of his life in the hospital. During that time, he endured 10 surgeries, including an open-heart surgery. Starlight Children's Foundation has played an important role in my family's life. For five weeks when he was a baby, Finn lived in a Starlight Hero wagon. You could not understand the pure joy of having him go from a hospital bed into his favorite red wagon. Starlight doesn't just give items that hospitalized kids can use to keep themselves happy, but also memories, moments, and experiences which are so needed in times like these. They allow sick kids to just be kids for a little while. The support that Starlight provides to families like mine is an integral part to creating happiness at a time when there's very little to be found. Learn more about how Starlight Children's Foundation brightens the lives of sick kids by visiting starlight.org today. The new year gives us the opportunity to make resolutions. You may have goals focusing on your physical, mental, or financial health, but have you considered your legal health? This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. You may have been putting off updating your estate plan or creating one altogether. We provide free consultations in order for you to finally check the box off your resolution list. Whether you want to discuss the difference between a will or a trust or the functions of a power of attorney, we'd love to talk to you. To schedule a free consultation today, visit a-h.law. The word is out. People are abandoning their overpriced wireless carriers and flocking to Pure Talk for the same 5G coverage, but at a fraction of the price. In fact, the average family saves over $800 a year when switching from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. And switching is so easy. You can keep your phone, keep your number, or get huge discounts on the latest iPhones and Androids. Right now, you can get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. Or if you still want unlimited data... 
you can get that and still save a fortune. So make the switch and get the same coverage as the big guys, but at half the price. Go to puretalk.com, type in your address to find the coverage at your home, then enter promo code half off, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code half off. Switch to Pure Talk and get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month because Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter code SLEEK at checkout. That's harrys.com, code SLEEK. Enjoy. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. AM 1250. The Answer. Weather. We'll see considerable cloudiness tonight with a couple of snow showers, maybe mixed with rain late. Storm total snowfall 1 to 3 inches, low 29, rising to the upper 30s. Cloudy skies on tap for tomorrow, tomorrow's high 43. Considerable clouds tomorrow, a couple of rain or snow showers late, low 38. Remaining cloudy Sunday, a couple of showers and a high of 42. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. This is the John Stackerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, we were uh, hoping to get a guest on here to talk about Idaho. You might be wondering why we'd be talking about Idaho. I hope we get them. But I saw a story about this, and it's a it's a big thing with me. I, I hate the big windmills. I hate the way they look. I know that they're dumb, that they... They're not good. They're not dependable. They require lots and lots of oil to keep those big blades turning. And they're mostly they're ugly, but and then they don't work. But they're coming maybe to a, a backyard near you. This is a story. Uh, it's, it's about a place in Idaho called Lava Ridge, Idaho. And... They, there's a there's a um, there's a national park out there, a national park called uh, Moon Craters of the Moon National Park, and it's only a couple of miles from that. But um, the point about it is that there's going to be like a gigantic project of windmills. Now Idaho, you think Idaho? Why would they be putting them in Idaho? And these things are 700 feet tall. They're going to be Huge number of them, and they're, they're, the, the, the electricity is not necessarily going to be for Idaho. Guess where, the, guess where the electricity goes? The electricity is sent to California, places like that, who don't want these ugly windmills in their backyard. They want green energy. They think that's a great idea. They love that stuff, but um, they... They don't want this. They don't want to have to look at these windmills when they look out from their nice beachfront places in Malibu. They don't want to see any offshore windmills. It's okay to virtue signal and have the and tell everybody how much you're concerned about saving the planet and how much you think we should use clean energy. But they're up. They're, they're talking about uh, 400, 400, 740 foot tall wind turbines, and 485 miles of new roads, uh, transmission lines, buildings filled with half-ton battery modules on 197,000 acres. That's in Lava Ridge. That's in southwest Idaho, okay? And the average, the acreage is equal to 15% of Delaware. That's how much space is going to be taken up for these turbines. 
700 feet tall, as I said. And even this is the, this is from the story by a guy I thought we were going to have on the show. His name is Craig Rucker, where I guess we're still trying to get a hold of him. But um, the interesting thing here is he writes that even the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service and other federal agencies are okay with all this. They're expediting the wind and solar permit approvals, uh, No, even though they're not doing the earth any favors by existing. And they've uh, even said that bald eagles and golden eagles killed by wind turbines are merely, quote, incidental takings. Just, you know, unintentional losses due to otherwise lawful activity. So they're letting it happen. And Joe Biden wants 25 gigawatts of onshore wind electricity by 2025. He calls it his 2525 plan or something. I don't know what. And he wants 30 gigawatts of offshore wind by 2030. Now, one gigawatt is the same power as 1.3 million horses, according to the story. So the 25 by 25 and 30 by 30, it's a nice idea. But the electricity will be there only when the wind blows. That's kind of how those windmills work. You don't get any electricity if there's not any wind. And so, according to the story, upwards of 5,000 windmills will be needed for that onshore capacity and 2,500 turbines. And these guys are big, 850 feet tall with 12 megawatts of power. That's for the offshore idea. Uh, and there is uh, some off. There is some opposition. Four hundred and sixty U.S. communities have rejected or restricted wind and solar projects in the last seven or eight years. But it's a lot harder to block these projects in places like Lava Ridge because most of that land is federally owned and managed, and so the creeps in Washington have the say so over the land in Idaho, which I'll. I don't. I don't understand why that's the case. Anyway, why do we? Why do we have to have the federal government own so much land? So, the electricity generated at Lava Ridge won't stay in Lava Ridge or Idaho. It'll be exported mostly to, as I said, California. You know who lives out there? Gavin Newsom and all those celebrities who are on Twitter every day telling you to not buy a gas stove and to not and to go buy an electric car even though you can't afford one they will be getting this electricity sent to them and if you see pictures of of these windmills and how ugly they are and how they just destroy the countryside i don't know i i come to work every day from washington county so i you know i'm coming down 79 south and there's you look off to the left there's still a lot of open country out there or if you go south from where I live and head toward Washington, PA. It doesn't take you long before you're looking at large areas of farmland. I'm just trying to imagine, I don't know, a couple of hundred windmills in the uh, uh, destroying that view for everybody. And if you lived there and bought yourself a nice piece of property with the idea that you're living out in the country and you have to look out your window and look at these hideous windmills that don't don't work anyway. Don't do what they're supposed to do. And the, the classic case was Ted Kennedy. He was a big fan of these until somebody said, hey, Ted, we've got a, an idea. We're going to put a bunch of these up there uh, off the coast of Martha's Vineyard. Uh, and he said, oh, no, you're not. That's going to ruin my view when I'm sitting on my front porch getting drunk and maybe uh, trying to pick up a chick. I can't, I can't, be, I can't be having that. I can't be having that uh, that, that view ruined. Come on. So it goes to Idaho. That's where it goes. And uh, you can go to upstate New York for the, and find places where uh, huge numbers of solar panels are being placed, ruining the countryside, making it unbelievably ugly. And that electricity is not going to the people who live in the small towns in upstate New York. It's being exported back to New York City. For people like, uh, uh, you know, the former mayor of New York, who's a big fan of green energy, um, and and all those people back there in New York, all the, the liberal Democrats in New York and Boston, 
they'll be getting some of that electricity from all the hicks out there in flyover country. Ah, what do we care if they have to look out and see their countryside ruined? We got electricity, and it's and it's good for the planet. That's who we're dealing with. So I apologize for not getting the guest on, but I, I'm glad I was able to get the story out there. You can find it at thefederalist.com. I've given you most of the details here, but uh, you know, like as I said, you don't normally sit around spend a, spending a lot of time worrying about what's going on in Lava Ridge, Idaho. But if you ever went to Idaho or to Wyoming, I've been I, I, I went through Idaho quickly. Didn't see much of it. I saw a little bit of it. That country is so beautiful out there, and it's exactly uh, why those people are living there. That's why they. That's why they live there. That's why they either moved there or that's why they stay there because it's beautiful country, and they want to ruin it with seven hundred and forty foot tall wind turbines. Four hundred of them. 485 miles of new roads. This is just in in um, uh, Lava Ridge, Idaho. 485 miles of new roads and all kinds of miles and miles of transmission lines. And then you have to have, the, as I said, the batteries, modules, 197,000 acres ruined. I'll be right back. Hey, have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store, but then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent? It's basically a towel that's leaving you out to dry? Well, that's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually dry you? Their six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now, you can get a six-piece set for only $49.99 with promo code STAG. Go to MyPillow.com right now, click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty, and they have their 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this amazing offer on the six-piece set off MyPillow Towels, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Special, and enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087. That's 800-716-8087 or just go to MyPillow.com, promo code STAG. Hi, friends. This is Katie Pavlich from townhall.com. The liberal media and big tech are working overtime to promote the left's anti-American agenda and silence me and the reporters on our team at Town Hall. We have to bring the truth to the American people free from the spin of big media and the censorship of those big tech companies. We're constantly covering the news that matters, exposing the COVID lies, the leftist rot and crime surge in our cities, the illegal alien crisis at our southern border, and all of Joe Biden's unconstitutional overreach, including the critical race theory attacks on our children and grandchildren by school boards and the Department of Justice. I hope you'll support our vital team of conservative journalists today. You can do so by going to townhallaction.com. While cancel culture and big tech comes for us, the direct support of our VIP members helps make us uncancelable. Please join our team by becoming a VIP member at townhallaction.com. That's townhallaction.com. People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s. Why should saving for retirement be any different? I mean, they go back to college. Learn new instruments. Start skateboarding. Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. With aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a three-minute chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach from AARP. You'll get personalized recommendations based on your input that are easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Gnarly move, Dad. Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceyourretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This 
is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, you might want to listen to Charlie Kirk tonight right here on most of this same radio station. Uh, He does a show at 9 o'clock, and uh, he's tweeting here about, in case you hadn't heard, Ronna McDaniel, Ronna uh, McDaniel, who is the niece of Mitt Romney, which should have disqualified her right there, but she won the election for the Republican National Committee. She's going to get, I I think it's her fourth term, and uh, Harmeet Dillon put a big fight up to get this, and she didn't get it. And there are a lot of people on Twitter. If I, I, you, know, you have to watch. Twitter's not the real world. But I'm looking at some of the comments on here. And Charlie Kirk, uh, he tweets this. This was about four hours ago after the news came down. Been having conversations all morning with RNC members. Some of them truly don't care what their voters think. One said... I guess this is before the. This might have been before the uh, results, Rob. But anyway, he says one said, "quote I don't give a flying flip what the small donors think. They are not voting today, so they don't care about the small donors. It's the big, the big money people, I guess, are who uh, elected uh, Ronna McDaniel, and a lot of people on here are upset and saying that they're they're not going to be Republicans anymore. They're not going to be subscribing to the emails. They're not going to be paying uh, to donating any money. And um, the Republican Party might have a little problem on its hands. You know, it's uh, a problem they didn't need to have because there was a lot of support for Harmeet Dillon out there. It seemed anyway, from seeing her on, in the media and what I read, that she was getting a lot of support. And if, if they took a vote, you know, a vote, you know what those are. If they took a vote of among the people who actually care and the people who the Republican Party needs to raise money, uh, maybe Harmeet Dillon would have won by a big number. So they, the comments on Twitter, one after another, that I saw earlier were all, oh, okay, our, vote, our, our feelings don't count. We don't matter anymore. I'm becoming an independent. I'm done with Republican Party. The GOP is dead. Stuff like that. So... I don't know what it will mean down the road. Maybe people forget about it by the time it matters in another year or so as we get closer to 2024. But, you know, it's, it's a, a pretty good example of why I'm not a Republican. I vote for them most of the time, but only because they're almost always the lesser of two evils or, or uh, there's no chance I could vote for the Democrat I mean, just look at the most recent election. Who's going to vote for John Fetterman? Obviously, enough people to make him a U.S. senator, but it ain't going to be me. So anyway, that's uh, listen to Charlie Kirk tonight. He'll be, I'm sure he'll be going off on this, and he's already upset about it. And I should point out today that on this day in 1901, 122 years ago, Art Rooney was born, Art Rooney Sr., one of the greatest guys I've ever met anywhere. Um, I'll tell you a quick story. Do I have time, Mike? How much time I got? Oh, I got plenty of time. Okay. This is one of my favorite stories. I got a couple of them. But so I took my job at KQV radio in 1977. Okay. How many years ago is that? 45 years ago. And I was a punk, 28 years old or something. And uh, I had only been working there about a month. This was this would have been like September of 77. I, I, I had made it up to, to training camp, but I had not yet been down to the Steelers' office in my official capacity as a, a reporter for KQV Radio, which at that time was a, a pretty good job. It was a, it was a well-respected uh, job being a, working for KQV. It was a, the all-news station, and it wasn't it wasn't the number one station in town, but it was doing well enough, and it had a good reputation. So I walk into the Steelers' office, and I think it's my first time in there. 
And the first thing I see when I walk in are two Super Bowl trophies, because there were only two at that point. And I'm nervous. I'm thinking, now nah, somebody's going to come up to me and ask me for ID, or I'm, I'm a punk. Nobody knows who I am. You know, they're just going to throw me out. So I walk in into the lobby at Three River Stadium, and out comes Art Rooney. He's the first person I see, the chief. Nobody, no secretary, nobody saying, you know, sitting at the door saying, can I, can I help you, please? Nothing. Art Rooney walks out, and my first thought is, oh, boy, I think that's Art Rooney. He's going he's gonna to read me the riot act, ask me who I think I am walking in here. He comes up, and he goes, hey, what's your name? That's how he said it. How are you doing? He talked to me like, uh, like he, he, had, he actually was interested in what my name was. And this is Art Rooney. By this time, he had, you know, they had won the two Super Bowls, and he was a pretty big deal in Pittsburgh. And he said, what's your name? And I told him, and he said, Steigerwald, Steigerwald. And he said, did you, he said, did your grandfather live on the north side? Because that's where he's from. And my grandfather did for a while. I said, yeah. He said, did they call him Lamp Post? <laughs> I said, I don't know. I don't know, but... That's 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 my that's my experience with Art Rooney. What's your name? And not a, you know like hey pal, what's your name? What are you doing here? Hey, what's your name? Stuck his hand out. What a guy. So one other quick story. Um, one night I went. I had to go down to Three River Stadium for something, and I was hanging around. I was a Steeler practice or what it was, and Art comes walking up. Hey Art, how you doing? And he and I, I he said. I said, are you still going for your walks every night? Because he would go for a walk from his house on the north side. He said, oh, yeah. I said, where do you go? He said, I come down here, meaning Three River Stadium. I said, really? He said, what do you come down here for? He said, well, I just like to come down and talk to the guys. And I said, oh, you mean like the coaches and people? He said, he, got him, he was impatient when I said with the coaches. He said, no, no, the Grand Crew, the Grand Crew guys. That's who I come down to talk to. That's Art Rooney, man. They're just, what a guy. What a tremendous person to get to know and honored to have known him. And uh, happy birthday to Art Rooney, born 122 years ago today. I'll talk to you on Monday. John Steigerwald Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van.